Welcome to B-Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wayne. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And today we are doing uh, <laughs> mostly out of out of uh, lack of time. Um, <laughs> we're doing a double header, just movies. So <laughs> sorry, double feature, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, double feature. That's what that's what they call them. Not double header. Yep. No. Anyway, no, um, yeah, we're covering the new film that Netflix just put out, Apostle. Mm-hmm. And uh, the somewhat new film, Mandy. But yep. before we get into that, what's up with you? Uh, not too much. I feel Just like there's le- there's less for us to catch up on since we hung out yesterday. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, it's much better like for the show whenever we don't see each other. We should just stop being friends. Oh, that's a good idea. Do this, do this purely as like, you know, in a professional standpoint. <laughs> Hello, fellow colleague. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. W- wait, you were saying something and I cut you off. What's up with you? I said not doing much. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you didn't really cut off anything important. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Um, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah. As far as news, oh, I I got nothing going on. Not that you ever asked, <laughs> you know. But as far as news goes, what's up? What's up uh, with you? <laughs> I I really only have like one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and it is the fact that uh, Sabrina the or the the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina mm-hmm. from Netflix, yeah, is being sued um by the Satanic Temple. Yeah, for okay, so you want to go into why? Oh, uh, basically misappropriating their copyrighted statue um, that they have of Baphomet and uh, the children. <laughs> like, yeah. and so they basically, Sabrina stole that design and used it in like their show, um, and they are not happy. That's such a weird thing to not be. Uh, like to get mad about, I guess, because it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, are are we ready for hot takes? <laughs> get laid on me. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. You want people to respect you, that as a religion? Like, isn't religion kind of in the public consciousness? No. Well, no, this is a like specific, like statue design no i get it copyrighted yeah but it it looks exactly like the old uh the old drawings with the you know well yes but i think it's specifically like the children and stuff on it because that's the thing is there's like um there's two children on either side of him right that are like kind of looking up in joy and wonder here's what i think i think they got mad because um uh, and I could be wrong. They they do seem litigious, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, but I mean, like uh, they were mad that it wasn't just like a, a pro. It didn't put Satan in a good light, you yeah. know, the show. And so they got mad about that because, from what I understand, their takeaway is that uh, the you know the Satanist in Sabrina which isn't affiliated with the church of Satan or anything, but you know, 
the Satanists and Sabrina were like, uh, they're like misogynist and stuff mm-hmm. is what I was reading. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they were, I, I'm four episodes in, but they are, but it's kind of like in the show, they're, you know, representatives of pure evil. Right. Yeah. So why are they going to be like, ah, oh, inclusive and stuff, you know, like, yeah, well, you're you're looking at it like from the perspective of this is a villain. Yeah. Right. Um, but and not really that's the things even that the villains show. do. Yeah. Yeah. But for them, it's like, hey, guys, this is this is me. <laughs> I get it. But you know? also, OK, so this is me, but also he doesn't exist. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they're mad that something that they even they disavow. <laughs> like it's so stupid to me i don't know whatever be mad about the statue (laughs) like like it just seems like a money grab because they do well i mean the the thing is is like especially copyright law um you actually have to go after it like if if you have if someone is in violation of copyright Mm -hmm. and you're not litigious about it then you don't have a copyright anymore. Like it's that's like kind of specifically how it works. Um, you have to protect it. And so, I mean, I can see why they're doing it. You know, if it's an actual copywritten design, um, I mean, it's the same thing with like, that's why Disney goes after anything like bootleg Mickey mouse and stuff is because they don't want to run the risk of losing their copyright on Mickey Mouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in a way, this could just open up the door for anyone to use that. I don't and then, know. you know, dilute the brand of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it, and you know, that's fine. Whatever. They want to do that. That's fine. It's just, it seems so stupid to me. <laughs> like, but a lot of copyright law and stuff like that seems stupid to me. Like, you know, like, here's my patented idea. Think it, but don't ever say you think it because it's my thought and it's my idea. (laughs) You know, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I see the, the need for it, I guess. Whatever. But I don't know. It's also, uh. Disney's fault that copyright laws are so long. Like uh, uh they know, put some pressure now, on like seventy five years after death. I guess. Something um, like but that. But that's that's solely because of Mickey Mouse. Like yeah. they sued the government. Yeah, what's weird is I, I for some reason I always think that Disney is going not just Disney, but these major companies are always going to be able to enforce copyright laws. I don't think mm-hmm. that it's going to end. There's at no oh, point do I not. think. Yeah, I, at no point do I think Mickey Mouse or Superman or any of that shit's going to fall in the public domain. I realize those are two different companies. I'm not just <laughs> just an idiot, but mm. yeah. If you would have said like Bugs Bunny and Superman, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have made sense. Yeah, <laughs> or Mickey Mouse and Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but no, no, they're they're gonna fight and they're gonna get um, they're gonna get fifty grand payout to shut up is what's gonna happen. 
Oh, I was talking about Disney. Is <laughs> they're probably going to fight and have that copyright forever? Yeah, I'm sure. And and you know because corporations are people, mm-hmm. the corporation never died. Yeah. Holy That's shit. A- that's a terrible way of thinking about it. <laughs> but but how realistic is it? Yeah. You just you just gave everybody a, a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh did um Yeah, so have you watched any of Sabrina or no? I have not. Um I have not watched that, but I have watched the reboot of Charmed. Wait, that happened? Yeah. I knew we talked about three that. episodes in. Huh. What show what channels it come on? CW, of course. Okay. Well, it, is it good? It's all right. I mean, you were a big mark for charmed anyway though, right? Like you yes. like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have seen the entirety of the original run. Wow. All episodes uh, probably at least twice. <laughs> That is insane. Dude, I can't think of like me I guess like the first probably almost 20 years of the Simpsons. Uh-huh. Probably like that with, but I can't think of any other TV show that I've really like I, I've seen all of them. I guess Arrested Development and Peep Show I've seen multiple times, but yeah. nothing with like but 30 episodes short. a season. Yeah. Yeah. That's short runs. Yeah. My gosh. Huh. <laughs> well, Whatever. Um, but no, it's it's very uh You're cutting out. You're cutting let's, out. Let's call it that. Hold on. You, you cut out. You go, it's very uh and then let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> let's call let's call it uh the the new charmed is very socially conscious. Oh uh, really? Let's, it's woke. Uh, yeah. Um but then it does the the like thing that CW shows tend to do where it's kind of I don't want to say lighthearted, but let's say light teenage drama, right? Or young adult teenage or young adult drama. And then like horribly like not bloody, but horribly violent things <laughs> like what Supernatural does, you know? Yeah, because I mean, even though they're in their f- early 40s for all intents and purposes that is a teenage show supernatural yeah oh absolutely yeah but But, you know it'll be like typical drama and then like people's heads will explode yeah stuff that's how supernatural is and this is how that's how this has been too like some actual like genuinely creepy moments and stuff oh yeah i mean i've i've watched probably the Almost all of the first season of Supernatural. And oh, I'm talking about Charmed. Oh, okay. Like, I'm actually just... genuinely creepy moments from time to time. Oh, okay. But, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, there's, still a CW. there's a film out there that I kind of want to watch. Uh, I'm just kind of uh, transitioning to another yeah. news story. But uh, I don't know much about it. It's just called Ninja Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> I hope that that's just like a concept <laughs> like like it's a high drama, but it's just like, oh, yes, the zombie was the the state it, of the bourgeoisie. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it means something like, you know, he's a, he's a slave to his own like, you know, uh, I don't know, Zen understanding of life but, or something, you know, it's like, 
Yeah, well, the other thing is, uh, and I need to preface it with this. This thing was ma- like shot in 1992 on video. And it's just now getting a release. Uh, I think that... Uh, but that's, it, that's either a really good sign or a really terrible sign. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to see it. Who knows? It's probably not good. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not good. But I mean, what what was that other movie we did um, that took like twenty years for it to get released? Oh, the Evil Within. Yeah, I mean, it could be like that. That was a good movie. Yeah, you love that movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what else? What else is new? <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> is this <laughs> podcast over? <laughs> um, well, I mean, we've we've both been busy like this last week yeah i'm really gonna be tapped out uh mentally for a few months after this if, unless oh I, have we ever mentioned it on the show i'm not sure that we have i'm i don't think we my have. wife and i are having another kid and and as I mean, soon let's as be honest, she's doing most of the work yeah yeah I, <laughs> i'll be there um but as soon as uh Soon as that kid happens, uh, <laughs> I, I am likely to not have sleep for months. Yeah, you can you can spend all that time reading and watching movies. Oh yeah, that'll work out great. It did the first time. Totally didn't make my mind mush. <laughs> I do remember at one point just being like, "Oh God, this is two nights in a row with no sleep, like none." Yeah, uh, you only right. do a few of those before you go crazy. Really? Yeah, I guess so. It's what, like seven days before you start getting crazy? Or is that before you die? Or um, am I just thinking of the ring? I think it's the ring. <laughs> but I do think it is like it is like seven days, though, I think, before you start getting like hallucinations or something huh. like that. Because it's like it's like seven days without water or something you can go and like seven weeks without food. I don't know. There's some weird thing like that. Hey, did you see three days ago it chapter two? We got done filming. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited as I am about that? I am. The, the remake of it was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. I've seen it three, three or four times. Something like that. It would be a lot better if I was like, I've seen it 32 times. (laughs) I've seen it once. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, I feel like in my, my old age, uh-huh. I'm getting up there. I feel like I'm less inclined to care about nostalgia. <laughs> okay, because like I I watched it like the old one recently. I know you watch it like every year, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I mean, it's okay. You know, it's like it's not <laughs> it's not great. Um, I mean, it's a '90s made-for-TV movie. Let's be honest here. I watched like Jurassic Park recently, like the original one. Yeah, that's that's not a perfect movie either. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people just look at these things that they grew up with. Oh yeah, and, like, and you know, oh, this was amazing. And it's like not really. It's just you were twelve. I think also you know? a lot of it is that we're inundated with nostalgia, so we've just become numb to it too. Like, yeah, like all the remakes and stuff. Yeah, it's just like, oh, cool. You know, like it just then Charmed. I've been watching Charmed. Oh, cool. They yeah. remade that show. Oh, neat. And then what did we talk about before that? Oh, a reboot of <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really a reboot. 
it's it's a it's basically the comic book reboot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean except well, for that's Lovecraftian. Well, I will also say it has like nothing. Like I if I had only seen them back to back and they renamed the characters, I wouldn't even think that it was anything are you talking like the new one and the melissa joan hart one yeah like this could be any yeah if i was to look at the melissa joan hart one and then they made and called her something else i wouldn't even think much about it like except for like oh talking cat and she lives with two ants that's like (laughs) it (laughs) what a weird coincidence but i'll probably not finish it did you uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't think we've ever talked about it on here but uh, Fetty Alvarez doing Labyrinth 2. Yeah, that's weird. Like, See, now, Labyrinth is is a movie I will go. That's like, why I bring it up. Nostalgia about. <laughs> that's why I bring it up. I want to know what your thoughts are on Labyrinth 2. But I'll watch it. But Fetty Alvarez doing it might be good. Like, Which, who's he good? He did the Evil Dead remake and Don't oh, Breathe. Oh, yeah. Evil Dead remake was great. You know, if he was smart, he would take that property, since all the fans are adults anyway, and make it like a real dark rated R version. Yeah. I mean, that movie was already pretty dark, but it was like still skewed towards children. Yeah. You know, or or more like tweens. Yeah. You know, about coming of age and stuff. Um, But I don't know. I read the prequel comic book. That was pretty good. Was it good? What they did it? What did it talk about the origins of David Bowie's codpiece? <laughs> Kinda, <laughs> not specifically the codpiece, <laughs> but him. Yeah. So, yeah. Jareth. Yeah, Jareth. He was the pump, uh, pumpkin king. Uh, my goblin, goblin king. king yeah, pumpkin it's, king. I don't know. I watched There's it no once, and it was like. Movie? I watched it once, and I was like, I don't get it. Uh, like everybody but see i watched it like i'm assuming you didn't watch it for the first time when you were like 15 no i watched it like when it came out yeah so it holds some nostalgia for you i guarantee if you saw that for the first time when you were 15 like i did Mm -hmm. like eh, this is stupid (laughs) you know yeah i mean i can see that yeah but just like ugh, why does she even care that her little brother's gone <laughs> whatever look at the pumpkin king he's stupid <laughs> uh, but no i'll totally watch it uh, you know the only time i've ever seen it was at your house <laughs> really? wait no 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 never mind my high school girlfriend's house <laughs> same z's <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess depending on who you asked that we went to high school with, <laughs> definitely the same thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you want to get into the movies? Yeah. Do you want to do the movie about the person whose loved one gets captured by the cult first? Mm-hmm. Or, or the other one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know we watched three movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do Mandy first. Are you sure? All right, let's do, uh, let's do Apostle, first. Apostle first. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay, and we're back. 
with uh, Apostle from director and writer Gareth Evans, right? Yeah, um, he did the so, Raid, Raid yeah. you know, the Raid series. Did you watch those? No. They're the main reason that I was excited to do this film. Like, holy what, what shit, they're good. Oh, oh, my God. They're really good. It's the exact same plot as Judge Dredd and, or Dredd, and it came out the same year, except for this guy didn't have guns and stuff, and he's just beating oh, the shit out yeah, of people. yeah, I remember that. Like, I, didn't, I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, you need to watch it, dude. They're so good. I like you know, A lot of people like the second one better. I like the first one much better, but anyway, they're really good movies, and they're like crazy, crazy violent, good martial arts films. But cool. anyway... So yeah, I was pumped about watching this film. But all right, go go ahead. All right, so here here's the synopsis straight from IMDb. In 1905, a drifter on a dangerous mission to rescue his kidnapped sister tangles with a sinister religious cult on an isolated island. That is the film. And then remember that synopsis and just change around a couple of names and dates. And then that's Mandy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they couldn't be different, like more different in yes. terms of uh, in, in execution. Approach yeah. Of, of what was going on. I will say, uh, I'll get this out of the way first. Both of them were too long. Yeah. I mean, this one was like uh, two hours and 10 minutes and Mandy was like two hours and one or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was, they were close. But just in terms of pacing and stuff. Um, but okay. Before we get into much of that. Um. Well, uh, okay, you can go ahead. It sounded like you were trying to set up something. I was going to, but no. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it as it goes along. Well, no, I'm curious now. No, <laughs> no, now, now I refuse. <laughs> um. Okay, so this guy goes goes and he's looking for his sister. Uh, yeah, and he she's been kidnapped. Yeah, there's like a letter to his father. And, and his father is dead. And this is like in 1905. That's what the synopsis says. But there was nothing about this movie that ever said where it was. It definitely did not have technology. Yeah. So. I mean, like the, the most advanced thing I saw was like a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> yeah. The most <laughs> advanced thing I saw was like raptor shooting lasers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were on a train at one point, right? At the beginning. Yeah. He was on a like train going home. Yeah. So that puts it somewhere after like 1850. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah, so he goes and he tries to rescue his sister. And at mm-hmm. first he blends in with this cult. And yeah. um, like his sister has just been basically abducted because the cult is running out of money and they don't have like their, their crops are dying and stuff like that. Yeah, right. so they're holding so they her for money. ransom. Yeah, to to live. Okay. I mean, oh, this movie is brand new. I, I guess we don't spoil the plot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it came out <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I will say if you go in expecting like the action of the raid series... You don't Which get it. You, you, yeah, you don't get it at all. And that's kind of a bummer. But there are some scenes of intense violence uh, that feel more along the lines of like Pan's Labyrinth or something. Um, yeah, it's very surreal. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean, I'm just saying like the violence is extreme and it's period piece and stuff like that. But um, but then it, I guess it does even get into the more fantastical elements, kind of like Pan's Labyrinth. What do you mean you guess? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, it doesn't get as cool you know, <laughs> as Pan's Labyrinth. There's nothing that awesome. But um, but yeah, there is one thing that I don't know how they're not going to get sued by Silent Hill. Like the nurses oh, on yeah. Silent Hill was the exact design as some things that happen in this. Yeah, that was a weird thing too. I just kind of. What they call that guy, the grinder or something? Did he have a name? Yeah, yeah, I think. I thought he did. Just Steve. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, okay, the first half of this movie, mm-hmm. I was very, very surprised that you suggested it. <laughs> Why? Period because piece. It, was, and it was basically a slow burn period piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at first, I will say the first half of this movie, I think, is the best part. I can see that because it felt more like uh, what was that film? It was one of the first ones we ever reviewed, The Sacrament. Yeah, where yeah, he's, I got a good Sacrament vibe too. Yeah, and he's like uh, immersing himself in this cult, and you're not sure where it's going, and you're not sure who is good or bad, but. Yeah. Yeah, you're actually not sure if the cult leader, Malcolm, um, is actually a bad guy or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because from one perspective, he's just trying to, sure, he kidnapped a lady, right? But he's trying to just provide for his people that are under his care. You know, even by the end, I'm not sure if he was a bad or good guy. Yeah. You I, mean, know? I, I mean, I, I, I have an assumption but I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. All right. And, and so he tangles with this. Yeah. Shit. I keep wanting to go back to like plot, but I'm not going to spoil this. Not going to do any of that. Uh, I will say they really, unlike a lot of period pieces, I, I don't think this has a lot of money behind it. Uh, granted, it's mm-hmm. not as cheap. It didn't seem as cheap as that one we watched. Uh, Mohawk. Um, yeah. Didn't seem as cheap as that, but didn't have a whole lot of money behind it. But it really, like, it was very well executed. Yeah. Uh, but it had this vibe of almost, like, prestigious horror or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, where it was trying to pull off... A little bit up its own butt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't think that I'm, like, the, the right audience for that. That's why I was so, like, so confused. Like, that's why, like, I texted you last night. <laughs> yes, because I watched this this morning. And, and I was like, is this the movie we're supposed <laughs> to be watching? Yeah. <laughs> because it was incredibly out of left field for you. <laughs> well, also, I wanted to do it because it's the same plot as Mandy. Yeah. But, yeah, which is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's like, I don't know. You know, if you, you read the synopsis, I'm just like, aside from the words mysterious cult, uh-huh. like nothing in this movie sounds like something you enjoy. <laughs> well, well, and I think I didn't like I wasn't head over heels for this film at all. Like it was good. It was well executed. It had good acting like there wasn't a bad actor in it um, yeah like the acting was good uh it was very believable the plot until it <laughs> kind of gets not believable but um 
you pull out a few elements of this, a few of the more fantastical elements, and this could have just been kind of like the sacrament, a uh, a story of trying to save his beloved one from you know an evil cult, right? I, I was thinking you you pull out a couple of elements of this, and it's seriously like one of the it, it, it's almost um, a British drama like a BBC British drama that my wife would be all over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see that. Um, Cause she watches a lot of them. And a matter of fact, um, the guy who plays uh, the Malcolm, uh, Michael Sheen yeah. is in a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Downton stabby. <laughs> Downton stabby. <laughs> you know, cause oh, people God. get stabbed in this. But yeah. I get <laughs> spoilers. It. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what what are your thoughts? What are your highlights and, uh, you know, strong um, points and weaknesses? I, okay, so we've already kind of touched on the fact that it goes a little a little whimsical um, about the halfway point. This movie shifts. Um, kind of not, it doesn't shift tone because mm-hmm. it's still got this, like, bleak tone for the entire movie. But um, it kind of shifts focus, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, let's, let's. I'm gonna do one little spoiler. It is supernatural, what? right? <laughs> okay, but the thing is, um, what I liked about it is it was really grounded. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Okay, um, it it was it was really like grounded with its supernaturalness because it's like the basis of the cult. Okay, the the basis of the cult that started is um, what like they were running. Malcolm and the other guy were running from the law. Right. Mm-hmm. And they their ship ran aground on this island. Yes. Right. And basically they found God. And yeah. that's that's it. Right. Yes. And so it goes into a little bit more detail later about the God that they found. Okay. And. Yes, it's supernatural, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a, a god coming down from the clouds yeah. and and yeah, like uh, it's not fantastical. It's it's more it like Game of Thrones level of magic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where, oddly enough, Game of Thrones still feels rooted in reality. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like Lord of the Rings. Which I guess still isn't that <laughs> magical. I don't. I, I would wouldn't know. <laughs> I know that's why I brought it up. <laughs> okay, let's say. I don't know. It's it's. Do, what was the name of the movie? Uh, Ritual, right? Yeah. It's very it, like the the level of supernaturalness. Like, felt like that. To me, I would say it's even more subdued than that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like. I really liked that aspect of it mm-hmm. that it was, you know, at first you're just thinking, well, there's these crazy cult people. And then you're like, oh, well, they're worshiping this vaguely supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what would happen if something like that was found in real life. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it wouldn't take much magic power to be seen as a god you know (laughs) you can bend spoons (laughs) yeah exactly and then you get the church of the bent spoon popping up and then 
spinoff Netflix TV shows getting sued. That's what I was thinking. You took my spoon design. <laughs> yeah, that's your spoon design. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. so I really liked that aspect of it. Um, I th- I agree with you. This thing was like wonderfully crafted. Like seriously, it was incredibly well made. Um, like everything about it, like the acting was good. Um, I mean, there wasn't, there's only one real shot of it that was like stand out amazing to me or like really impressive. Okay. But I mean, it was, it was, it looked good. The, the sets were good. The costume design was good. Like everything was good. Like really, really good. Um, there, there was one shot, uh, where someone is getting tortured. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. The first and time the, or the, yeah. And okay. like, their heads in a vice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like it shows a POV shot, but it's like every crank the head shot straightens out. Like I loved that shot for yeah. some reason. It was it was really neat. Well, you're a huge, huge fan of head cranking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, the, like everything about it was incredibly well crafted. Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't scary you know dude (laughs) but it it was definitely like a it was a horror movie i think that that may have been my problem i'm i was expecting based on the trailers and uh just people talking about it that it was like gonna be scary and i wanted a good scary cult film you know because yeah at this point i had already seen mandy and Spoilers for Mandy, it also wasn't scary. So <gasps> I was like, oh man, this would be cool to like do the same type plot, but actually a scary version. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah, I I, I mean it's I was it's kind definitely of got unsettling, you know, and it's uneasiness about it, but I don't think it would be considered scary. There was one part that I think they were trying to be scary, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the weakest things in the entire movie to me. Is that the Silent Hill parts that I was talking about? No. I I felt like that was like <laughs> weird. Um but I don't know. No, it was it was earlier on with something under floorboards. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just like that was the like the weakest part of the movie to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, cause I jump a lot at films like jump yeah. scares. I, I'm not a fan of them, but I still fall for them almost every time. But yeah, I'm sitting there watching it on my couch last night. And when that happened, I laughed and was like, well, that one didn't even work on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's a testament to how bad that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think if it would have done the same thing without the actual overacting of it, without that (laughs) part, if it was just like they're lapping it up or something like that, that would have been creepy. Either that or just barely showed because, you know, the camera crept over to that. Right. That shot was actually kind of cool when you think about it. But Mm -hmm. then it it ruins it with this (laughs) thing. And so I. I think that uh, they could have even like done that much better. Like just if it barely yeah. like almost like a Halloween, how the light kind of adjusts and Michael Myers is in the background 
Uh, mm-hmm. If they had done that and you had just seen it instead of... Oh, yeah, where it, like, steadily... Yeah, creeps like, over. slowly, like, ups the... Um, the gain or whatever. Level. Yeah, the, yeah. But, see, and also, that little scene under the floorboards doesn't even make any sense. No, because... Like, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a well-executed film, that part. Yeah. Made... <laughs> no. It's all about that one part. Yeah, I got you. I do think that uh, it was crafted well, but it just wasn't up my alley. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm sure we could talk about it longer. You want to just wrap it up so we can talk about Mandy for a while? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, also, we don't want to spoil it. No. Um. All right. So, yeah, I would... I would give this a, a three and a half out of five. Like it was very good and I can recognize that it was good. And, but also I think for some people, it may be a five. If you like serious, serious subdued horror, mm-hmm. I think that, uh, it, this is right up your alley, especially if you like, if you like period pieces, <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I agree with you. Um, there was a lot about this movie that I really, really liked. Um, I'm going to go a solid four. Really? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I get it. Just wasn't really for me, but yeah, whatever. It was good. But all right, man. Well, I guess we will uh, start talking Mandy right after this. back we are talking mandy the brand new nicholas cage vehicle (laughs) (laughs) Vehicle? (laughs) yep it does i mean hey it it definitely uh showcases his acting abilities his his range yeah yeah yeah. i have a feeling this well also there's not a whole lot of anything happening in this film to talk about, but I have a feeling we could have a long conversation about this film. Yeah. Um, like if I read you the synopsis, Mm -hmm. right. That's literally everything that happens in this movie. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Synopsis. Okay. So here it is on IMDb. The enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen propelling a man into a spiraling surreal rampage of vengeance. That is the entire movie. That's it. <laughs> like, Mandy. Like that is it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that that's it. <laughs> I mean, and whenever I, because I've been following this film, uh, you know. We've talked about it a couple times. Yeah. I thought that, you know, the trailer was so kind of bizarre and showed you almost these like Cenobites on bikes and stuff like that, (laughs) that like, I was like, oh man, this movie's going to be like. There's so much that's unexplained. And then I watched it and I'm like, oh man, there's so much that's unexplained. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but all it really boils down to is a cult kidnaps and kills his girlfriend. And then it he exacts revenge. And that is God, it. Where have I heard that from? Where, uh, where, <laughs> I feel like I've heard that very similar plot before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was taken. <laughs> it's John Wick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so they're saying that this film is going to become like a midnight classic, and I can totally see it as long as the theater can speed it up to one point two five. Because I think just a little bit of uh, push, like if you could take this two-hour movie and take it to an hour forty, perfect. I love how we're like complaining how long it is. It is literally two hours and one minute. Yeah, but to me, a movie should be 90 minutes. I know that Marvel has ruined everything and Star Wars has ruined everything by and pushing modern sim- cinema. Yeah, but it, no, for a long time, modern cinema was making them shorter. And then I'm talking about modern, modern cinema. Well, I mean, I think like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah, that sucks because he, he and Tarantino. It was like, oh man, these oh, movies are gonna be like, they're gonna be like a, a treat. They're gonna be two hours, and that was uh, different than the normal ninety minutes. But now it's like, oh shit, every movie's two hours. Now it's like, who who wants to watch eight people in a saloon? For three and a half hours, <laughs> dude. I love that movie. That movie's so good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. It's it, it to me. I like ninety minute movies, but hey, I, yeah. I'm sure I also have like ADD or something. Yeah, probably. There's no way I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah. So Nicolas Cage spins. Almost the entire movie right on the fine line of overacting and not. And that's what I loved about it. Yeah, he... It is a character study in a, in a mental breakdown. It's, <laughs> it's like, if you want to see a movie where Nicolas Cage spends more time than he should in his underwear and a tiger t-shirt, yeah, yeah. then you need to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but even before that, okay. So before she's kidnapped and stuff and it just shows us like their normal life. Yeah. He's still batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's your favorite planet? You know, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Maybe we have like, maybe my wife and I have a different uh, relationship than the normal, but my that, my favorite part was whenever he walk like walks in from work and he's like knock knock and she's like who's there he's like Eric Estrada Eric Estrada who Eric Estrada from Chips <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know that I have this type of relationship like I would get punched and eat. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would just be like are you serious like i'm not answering that that's stupid like both times you don't know your you don't know your wife's favorite planet no no i do know her favorite color though why wouldn't you know her favorite color <laughs> because it's a that's normal all, thing that's basic information <laughs> yeah, yeah no but what i'm saying is just like that's normal your favorite planet if you're not like real into planets that's not normal you got her that book I guess, yeah. And did you see her artwork? Yeah. She did like weird planet landscapes with tigers and okay, stuff. Okay, then he should know it by then. <laughs> no. <Touché. laughs> no. I mean, like, I'm real into horror films. My wife knows my favorite horror films, even though she's not interested. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe they're both just real big onto new planets every day. Maybe they just met. Yeah, maybe, but <laughs> I don't know. 
it maybe they've got so much of a perma burn that they don't like remember what each other's favorite planets are. <laughs> Dude, that is true. <laughs> I would believe that these people either just met or they've been together for 20 years and have forgotten everything. Yeah. Either of it's fine. E- either one of those works <laughs> equally well. Yeah. But it's just like, uh, did they live almost in like an A-frame tree house? <laughs> I think it, yeah, it was, it was like, it, <laughs> it's like, it's too accurate. I can't expand. <laughs> it's just like, it was just like, literally like if somebody put some frames out in the woods and then like covered it in blankets, but then like put like shingles on the blankets. Yeah. <laughs> That's like where they live. Yeah. No, I forget the guy that directed this, but I watched Beyond the his previous film uh, film uh Beyond the Black Rainbow and Panos Cos- Cosmotos Cosmotos. Yeah. And uh it, I couldn't do it. Like I could not do it. It was it was the like uh, there was so much that I kind of liked about it. Like it was shot kind of like Suspiria and it was very color you know, had a lot of interesting uses of color and stuff like that. But it was so boring that I was just like, man, there was something that needs to like rein this in. I couldn't do it. It was just so moody. And some, some directors like Ty West, it's moody and that adds to it. But this guy, like, I was just like, I, this is going to suck. And that's the main reason that I've, (laughs) Oh, well, that's the main reason I've avoided Mandy because like I I hated I hated Beyond the Black Rainbow. Even though I saw why people might like it, you know, it was very stylish, but there was nothing there. So I've avoided Mandy for so long because of the that. And then, while we're on the subject of his previous works, mm-hmm. um, I checked out his IMDb. Uh, before Beyond the Black Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, like, his only credit was? What? He was the video assistant operator of the second unit in Tombstone. Holy shit, he's, like, the, the 1992 Tombstone? 1993. Okay, close enough. But, yes. So he's just been, like, hanging out in L.A. trying to make deals since 93? I guess. <laughs> this guy. This is an interesting career arc. Oh, maybe he's been drawing planets in a treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, okay, we've given the setup, right? <laughs> and so then, like, basically, blonde Charles Manson like sees Mandy, like his girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. and wants her. That's it, right? Yeah, and so then, like. It's real weird because they talk about like this horn of a Braxis thing, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. About how they're going to have to sacrifice a dude in order like, to blow the horn, yeah, to seal the deal. Like, and they blow the horn, and then, like you said, weird Cenobites come out. I'm pretty sure they're on ATVs. Yeah, like it's not. It's not even motorcycles. It's like. Four wheelers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they <laughs> they just come out of nowhere and take the girl. Yeah, right? but but like he, yeah, he blows the horn, and then they come out of nowhere, out of the woods, and they take her and abduct her. Well, I guess they get him too, right? Or no, yeah, they get 
Yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I couldn't remember if he went after and got captured, but no, they grab them no. both, which makes no sense. They should just murder him and take yeah, her. That would have been, that would have made the most sense. That would have prevented the rest of the movie from happening, though. So I get it. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of movies where one thing would prevent everything from happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I got you. I guess um, that's kind of the whole point of movies. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tell a story. Maybe <laughs> maybe they would have had to kill two people for the Horn of Abraxas to have murdered. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but so these Cenobite things, which at the time I thought came from another dimension or something. Yes. Um, I wrote on my need on my notes. Where is it? Um, see, wait, are those ATV writing demons? Mm-hmm. What the f am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically. But then later, they they just hang out like in in a shack in the woods. Yeah, that's some spoilers though. Okay. <laughs> this movie so, also came out like a month ago. So, so I guess that uh, the horn of Abraxas only just kind of rings their doorbell. Yeah. What was like? It was. You know, I thought this movie was going to be supernatural as well. I think it may be. Kinda. I don't know. I mean, I I still feel like they were demons living in the woods. Yeah, I can see that. But whatever. It's never, it's never, like, they never tell you exactly what happened. This whole film is very slow and moody, though. Yeah. And And keeps you guessing about both what's happening and motivations of why it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, the dialogue is always clunky. There's never a sentence that isn't clunky. Are, if you're trying to tell me <laughs> that Nicolas Cage's delivery in this movie is not 100% spot on at all times, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I think, <laughs> okay, I think honestly, had they not cast Nicolas Cage, this movie would have been terrible. There could have been a couple of other actors, I think, that could have pulled it off. This well? Because I think Christian Bale maybe i don't know i'm not a big christian bale fan though what no bale head (laughs) no no he's just he didn't do it for me but i I recognize he's a great actor well maybe probably oh oh ben foster ah dude ben foster (laughs) ben foster could have pulled this off he's got this new movie coming out um that i want to watch called galveston yeah oh yeah yeah it looks good yeah and i'm a huge foster head He's a good actor. Really, really he's, good actor. He's the greatest actor of our generation. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, but prove me wrong. Well, I think Mandy just did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I honestly don't think this would have worked well with anyone other than man or other than Nicolas Cage. But yeah. it's he, he he was definitely the perfect choice for it. It definitely speaks volumes for him because although he's turned into kind of a hammy direct-to-DVD actor, this was amazing. Like, I love this film. I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and say it's not a five out of five. I, I'm not stupid, but it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it deserves it, but for me, it's a four and a half out of five. Like, a great film. I'm going to buy it. Like, it's an amazing movie. Like, I loved it. Absolutely um, loved it. Okay. So, um, aside, let, just let, let's get away from Nicolas Cage for a second. Even though, like, I do, you know, I, I agree. He was <laughs> the choice for this movie. Okay. It was 
perfect. This movie is one of the like coolest looking movies I've ever seen. Yeah, just how everything is. Just every shot is stylized. Like, not yeah, you know, like they say, like every every frame of painting sort of thing, right? Like that's what you want. It's like yes, that stands every for this frame movie, of painting. But, <laughs> but they're like just the most like it's like the surrealist like weirdest expressionist paintings you know uh-huh. um like even down to the most mundane things like there's a part where he's like like an overhead shot of him fishing in a boat mm-hmm. right and that was the neatest shot of a person filming uh, fishing in a boat i've ever seen yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah part of me wonders though what makes this movie so good because it's not plot and the style is cool, but the style can't make it as good as it was, like, to mm-hmm. me, like, because I'm not Mr. Like, art dude. But I guess Suspiria is kind of the same. Yeah, way. I was about to I was about to bring up Suspiria is like, it, it might not be the only thing that matters, but it definitely contributed to it. Yeah. Like, it just adds to this whole, like, you know, what the hell is going on? like frantic manic ride of a movie you know what i mean like it, it, it's in the most like i said in the most mundane parts there's still this weird <laughs> abstract expressionism in it yeah. so it's like this air of you don't even know what's going on or you're in a weird position in the first place is in every shot of the movie <laughs> even when they're just when they're just sitting there talking. Yeah. Because you know? it's kind of like we've also seen exactly where Nicolas Cage lives, but also he pulls a garage out of nowhere to be a blacksmith for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that garage was not in that A-frame treehouse. Not at all. Also, um, he goes and gets a crossbow from the guy from Predator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like... Like, and, and what's the tool that he fashions? It's an axe, but it looks like a hungamunga. Okay. At first. And that's what I thought he was making. And I was like, oh my God, is he going to make a hungamunga? Right. <laughs> and then it was just an axe. But it's like the weirdest, like Gene Simmons from Kiss styled axe I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why didn't he just go to a hardware store? Like this, if time is of the essence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Why did he, why did he forge a weapon? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, whatever. It was cool. Like the, every part of this movie was cool, and it made me laugh so hard. Uh, I'll tell you after. There was a part, actually two parts, that maybe they weren't supposed to make me laugh, but I laughed hard at. Yeah, I'm, I bet. Yeah, but but hold on, real <laughs> quick. He went to go get his crossbow from that guy, like it was a normal thing. Yeah, he had let him borrow his crossbow and he was going to go hunt people with it. He's like, I need I I forgot what he called it. He called it like a name. He had a name for his crossbow, but he was like, I need my crossbow. And then Bill Duke was like, it's up in that cabinet in his trailer. And he's like, what you hunting? He's like, hippies. He's like, "Okay, cool. No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like hippies. Jesus freaks. They dunk her. They dunk her and they killed her. You know, he goes, <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to get him. And the guy's like, all right, man, you watch out because they're kind of scary. Yeah, he knew all about them. 
He had their backstory. He had the backstory to those like ATV Cenobites. Yeah. He, he uh, what do you call them? Black Black Riders? He's like, oh Something. yeah, they're, they're maybe maybe Dark Rider. I don't I don't remember, but I it's think like Dark Riders sounds like, cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's like, but you be careful, man. I hope I see you again. Like he was so just chill about it. Yeah. And it is it's crazy. Um and then like Jackie Earl Haley was in it for like a second. Oh yeah, that's who that was, huh? Yeah. Ah. Uh, like making LSD with his bare hands. Yeah, yeah. What is going on? I think that's the perfect metaphor for this movie. Dude. It's like this dude was just making LSD, just dipping sheets of LSD with his <laughs> bare hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this movie was cool as hell. Okay, okay so <laughs> so this movie was like okay, you know those like weird painted like sci-fi novel covers oh i was thinking about just velvet paintings like oh. black light paintings <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about like not like franz frazetta because that's like more like fantasy things but like you know you go look up a weird like asimov book or something and they've got those like strange ass paintings mm-hmm. on the cover that's mm-hmm. this movie like this movie is one of those paintings <laughs> yeah no i got you there wasn't a frame of this film that felt like it wasn't out of a comic book <laughs> it was just it was so bizarre and the interactions with people man like Nicolas Cage was just batshit insane the entire yeah. time it, it it was like um so in the film he's a he's a uh logger yeah right he cuts kinda, I guess he, well he in one scene I mean, what, assuming he was getting paid to cut down that tree that's what he did for a living bust in by helicopter to just chop down trees for no reason yeah who knows maybe that tree wronged someone <laughs> that, that makes just as much sense as anything else in the movie All right. yeah i loved it i don't know it just was so weird so so weird and nothing plot wise happens and i don't want to spoil the only scenes where that had maximum payoffs uh for me but i don't know if you're into if you're into films that where are style over substance i really really recommend it if you're into you know, intricate plot lines that pay off and you're like, ha, you fooled me, you know, <laughs> or, or make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I, I don't recommend this film. <laughs> I, I'm going to go five. Are you going to do it? Ah. I'm going to do it. I mean, I get it. I get it, but I can't like, just, and, and I want to watch it again. Like I want to watch it again. Like right now. Yeah, no, I'm buying it. There's no two ways about it. I don't even buy like I buy a lot of dollar DVDs and shit like that, but I will pay full price to get what my hands on this film. This is a movie yeah. that I am going to watch multiple times. Like it's I, so so I good. honestly hope there's like a, a Blu-ray extended version. Uh they do have an extended version of the Cheddar <gasps> Goblin. <laughs> Cheddar Goblin is so good. <laughs> you know who did it? Uh, the guy who did Too Many Cooks. Remember too many cooks. The, the that was a good one. Yeah, he did the Cheddar Goblin thing, and he intentionally made it look shittier than the Cheddar Goblin looks on the box. He's mm-hmm. like, because the commercial, they wouldn't have. Like, I, I was reading an interview with him about it. He's like, "A, I didn't know this was for a Nicolas Cage movie." <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, the director of this asked him to make it, and he's like, "Well, the puppet's going to cost a little bit of money. Can you at least help us out with that?" And he's like, "So they gave us a grant." <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like he was given a grand to come up with this concept or or the guy came up with the concept of cheddar goblin but he's like i want you to make it and i want it to uh, i want it to be just a bad commercial he's like so we made this batshit insane commercial but he's like i didn't know that it was gonna i thought it was just gonna be on in the background like i didn't know that it was gonna take up the whole thing (laughs) but yeah cheddar goblin was awesome in it i want a t-shirt <laughs> and do you i do <laughs> it isn't so got one t-shirt they said that like that's becoming like a big icon and uh and there may be some more cheddar goblin stuff <gasps> you just made my day yeah yeah so um yeah cheddar goblin he's just a goblin that barfs macaroni and cheese all over kids in this commercial he eats up all their macaroni and cheese and then barfs it all over him it's like how do you have 60 percent more cheese in a product that's basically just cheese (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't even make any sense yeah oh god i love this movie i i get the five i totally get it like i want to do it but for the same reason i didn't give mad max a five i can't but I, I, gave, I gave it a five for the exact same reason I gave Mad Max a five. It's Mad all, Max had no plot either. N- no, I know. And that's what's holding me back. But both yeah. of them are amazing movies. Like, this is so good. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. All right. Well, all that right. was Mandy. <laughs> and we may or may not be back in two weeks. I may have to, you know. Uh, yeah, I may have to. I'll have a. A week and a half year or week and a half old at that point. So it may be a little tricky. But when we come back, we're going to be doing Thomas Flowers, The Last Hellfighter, and a random film. Yeah. So we'll be back. You got anything else? No. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.